the Lola, or of course, Jessica Rabbit, who is a human. In the world of conspiracies, the supernatural, and the downright spooky, there are only two men who you can trust. Dennis Lynn and Roger O'Sullivan. Or as they prefer to be called, the unexplained legends. This week on Unexplained Legends, the mystery of the medieval dancing plagues. Welcome listeners, this week's episode of Unexplained Legends. I'm Roger O'Sullivan and with me as always is... Dennis Law Eblen. And together we are the Unexplained Legends. Uh, Dennis, you've done me, you've done me dirty there. Uh, no, we see what we do is we we decided on this when we started off the podcast. One person gets to be low web each episode, yeah. and you said the first person to say it gets to be the low web person. So you did say it in pre or preamble, but I thought when we said in, like in the recording of the episodes, that's when it really counts. So you have to be like the hyper person, or you have to be the the morning breakfast show person. Okay. Hello. There you go. I definitely don't have that in me. If you're low ebb, then I'm I I'm like the basin that the water is in. I think <laughs> you're a dirty bucket. Yeah. Um. I I've got some great news for you. Right. I was, uh, as some of the listeners may know, um, I can't remember if I ever mentioned it on this before, but I have got a fish tank. Yes. And yes. Unfortunately, right. I went. I wanted to get like a seventy-five liter. I ended up getting a great deal on one hundred twenty-five liter. Right. It's not huge, but it's really really nice. Unfortunately, I was talking to a friend of mine and they said they're watching an interior design program where a guy had made himself a fish tank so big that he could jump into it and pet his fish. And now I've lost <laughs> now I've lost all interest in my fish tank. Yeah. And yeah. and I'm going I'm gonna have to buy about seven or eight of these fish tanks just so I could do what that guy's doing. Do you know what? Um I have to say though, if you ended up through some accident dying in that fish tank, the rumors that would circulate. Why do you automatically go to sex with the fish? That was that was your first thing. No, no, my to. first thing was dying in the fish tank. My second thing was, what would people employ? Are you saying that I'd be having <laughs> such a good time in there that I would, instead of living, I would continue to drown with the fish? I know. I just think accidents happen. You know. Yeah. So what you're saying is, if that does happen to me, you will be spreading that nasty rumor. I'm just saying that, um, you know, I, sh- I probably shouldn't say this, but we did have conversations about this before. Um, and anyway, I'm buying, be anyway, I'm buying 100 soccer fish next week. <laughs> yeah. Um, but huge ones. They'd want to be. Um, <laughs> so not a tiny. But you're not on a low ebb. You're <laughs> they, I, you know, this is me on a low ebb. Um, also, right, I think that's a great thing to say to people as well when you're leaving somewhere. You're like, no, I can't come out tonight. I'm going home swimming with my fish. Um, <laughs> I was at a gig on Friday and this guy had the best the best he didn't he didn't he or he didn't notice I heard this right mm. but I I think it was the best goodbye I've ever seen right uh, guy was saying hey thanks so much for coming and he said look really sorry I have to leave I have to supervise the karate championship tomorrow and I just thought like how can I leave now go. I yeah. can't leave after that what do I have sorry I have to go home because I want to go into bed. Like, you can't get better than supervising karate championship. I was like, who is this? Kenny Powers? Is Kenny Powers right here next week? <laughs> Can you say who the guy is? Yeah, well, he's, his name is Sean. 
Um, it was like just, I mean, this guy looks like he definitely supervised karate championship. Mm. Like it was not something you would laugh at. You were just looking at him going like, yeah, yeah you definitely do that. That's unbelievable. But I just thought that's going to be my goodbye now for everything. I'm going to be like, sorry, I have to supervise karate championship because it startles people so badly that they're just like, well, okay, yeah, sure. Because you don't know what time you have to get up to supervise a karate championship. You don't even know what's involved. Like, yeah. are they refereeing? Are they bouncers? Like, you don't, like, is he, is he running it? They don't, you don't They're know. Keeping what's going a, on. a rival dojo out. Is that what you're. Yeah, you're, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like this is like this isn't like a sanctioned one. This is like an underground one that um. John Your Tom only frame of reference. In. Your only frame of reference, yeah, is blood sport and the karate kick. I I have to say, sorry, did you just say the karate kick? You didn't. I uh, know. I I. <laughs> I was hoping that would slip by. You know what I meant. You know what I meant. I just <laughs> you know I meant? my my you, <laughs> muscle memory just kicked in. <laughs> Uh, I'm so used to saying karate <laughs> kick as I do one. Couple, couple of movie producers go down to a local karate club and say, "Hey, <laughs> that foot is going to be big." Indeed, um, I think that we're we're obviously as well. Um, you know, it's not even worth delving into the 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 karate craze that went across Ireland in the nineties. I, you know what though, I was never really swept up in it. Were you not? I have to say, I I was never really like. Okay, right, you had Power Rangers, which I didn't mm. like. I thought yeah. they were a bit naff, um, as we used to say. Never, and uh, I I liked Jackie Chan, but that was that was probably more early two thousands, right? And like Samurai <laughs> you Jack. more liked his comedy. <laughs> and <laughs> no, uh, what well, crap! I I couldn't reach. What's the guy with him in um, uh, Rush Hour? Oh, what's that guy's I have name? no idea. It's not. Chris Tucker. Chris Tucker, yeah, 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 it is. I think, um, but yeah, but uh, but no, I was never into the karate stuff. I just never thought that I, I thought Karate Kid was a bit of a wuss, and I just never thought that the karate costumes looked that cool. It was never something I wanted to wear, you know. No, you weren't like looking at, at that and going, "Well, I really want to get in that gi." Yeah, yeah exactly. No, I've never, never you thought, never thought, of, thought that. of that. <laughs> no, no, I've never thought I want to get in that gi. But I just I, thought it was a bit, um, bit too pajamy for me. Like, you know, give me a mech. Give me a mech suit. I'm all over it. Yeah. Like that, not for me. What martial art is that? <laughs> but, um, robot. The uh, Robot Wars. You did Robot Wars, didn't you? I'd fucking love to, to do that. Robot. I'd love Up to do Robot Black Wars. You're, we, you're actually looking at, um, at, a, at a white belt in Taekwondo. As in, like, looking into buying it? <laughs> no. You're, you're looking at one here, man. Don't don't listen. Watch out. That's all I'm gonna say. What's uh? What are the what are the grades in taekwondo? Uh, white belt is the lowest. The white belt is the lowest. It was yeah. taekwondo. I, is I like, actually like, think look, I'm I, not even a white belt. I think that you you have to even be given. That. <laughs> I just did it for like you ha- what five you have to weeks. Turn yeah, I don't want yeah. to dis. I don't want to disrespect taekwondo as like uh um, like a, an art, right? A martial art, or whatever, right? Mm. But I do want to dis. Uh, I don't want to disrespect most of the people in Ireland that were running taekwondo clubs in small villages, right? I think I can disrespect all of those. Okay. I think okay. Ta- I think taekwondo at, at that time in Ireland was basically like parents acceptable karate. They didn't want to send them to karate, but they'll send them to taekwondo. And some of the lads that were running those taekwondo schools, like they know they had no idea what they're doing. Like these uh, were lads. These were lads on probably job schemes. Yeah, but oh, that wouldn't surprise me. Uh, a few friends of mine actually are are black belts in it, and yeah. they one of them actually I went to one of them I went to primary school with, and we did the same like maybe five weeks of taekwondo together, and then they went off and actually followed it up, 
mm-hmm. they would kind of echo your sentiment in terms of like the person who, who taught this like they didn't know like the person who, who taught the introduction <laughs> one they didn't have a clue what they were on about they're uh, all getting beaten the shit out of by your friends towards the end of the course yeah I actually remember a bit, I can't say who any of these people are but there was a guy in my secondary school um, the uh, he's for it's important for this that he's like relatively short very good looking mm. man but relatively short useless um, to himself yeah 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 <laughs> he lost on him uh, but and then another guy another guy in the course or sorry another guy in my secondary school huge like huge muscle bound guy <laughs> really ugly are you telling me the two of these guys get no. together <laughs> yeah yeah some sort of master blaster <laughs> there situation. are no cops <laughs> there are no, no cops together believe it or not uh, but no, no, the um, it was John Chalk and Ian Cheese, and uh, no, 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 that the the tall musclebone guy, also very handsome, but uh, basically, basically the short guy got off with the with the big guy's girlfriend a day after they broke up, mm. and then the next day in school that guy was looking for him. The big guy was looking for the small guy, and um, somebody said to the small guy. Oh, you'll be grand, aren't you? A black belt in taekwondo, and he's like, "I, I don't have control of physics. I don't know what you, like, what do, you, what do you think this has afforded me? Like, there are weight, cl- there are weight classes. I don't, I don't have the BFG from Doom. Please. Yeah, it's like, it's like, okay, I'll get a good kick in on him, but if he wants to kill me, he's going to really hurt his chin just yeah. before he fucking kills me. Yeah. All right, just what are we doing? This week, week, Dennis, we're actually doing something that's very fitting, very fitting to um, to physical activity that we were just talking okay. about. Yeah, we're doing, Dennis, this week, we're doing something called the Medieval Dancing Plagues. The Medieval Dancing Plagues. I could give a good stab as to what this is. All right. Do you want to give a guess? I would say that these are mass hysteria kind of moments or whatever it's called where people are dancing uncontrollably and potentially die okay okay um uh, what i would say is good shot at that yeah uh, we I'll, I'll remove the word hysteria because mm-hmm. we don't want to give a guess as to what caused it yet but overall overall i think you're 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 close okay all right um you're close uh this did actually Could- just re- Oh, go on. Can I just ask, where did yeah. you come across this? Because I've never heard of this before. Have you never really heard about this? <laughs> no, I really have never heard about this, though. No. Why do oh, you no. th- honestly, why do you think I would hear about this? I, I I thought that these were becoming more popular. What? The these you, you mean like the theories you're presenting? Plagues. Oh, you knowledge thought they were becoming more popular? Like, like the where knowledge did you, of where, them. Where, where did you I I heard like two guys talking about it in prep, but I didn't know what it was, you know. Like I didn't have any <laughs> On the back of that, Dennis, uh, let's crack on with the lamestream narrative. The medieval period was marked by numerous peculiar and enigmatic phenomena, and none were more perplexing than the mysterious dancing plagues that gripped various European communities between the 14th to 17th centuries. These episodes were, as the name suggests, characterised by groups of people dancing uncontrollably and often with a frenzied fervour 
which defied conventional explanation and has left historians, physicians and theologians grasping for answers. Do you think these people were just crying out for a Glastonbury or something? You, you think that's all it was? I just think that probably concerts and stuff hadn't been invest, invented in- yet and uh, <laughs> invested, invented and they were and there was nowhere for this energy to go. You know, like, I, let's say, like, if we could toll off on all concert for two years, I'm sure we'd get some groups of people dancing until they were dead. Well, we recently we did that. When? The pandemic. Pandemic's <laughs> <fucking>. <laughs> <laughs> and how I, did that I work out for people? They, they actually all, they actually, <laughs> a lot of people did die. I know somebody who went to illegal raves the whole way through the pandemic. So there is something to what you're on about. They would tell me that um, they'd get in there and they'd take something, and it would it would almost make them uh, <laughs> make dance them until they were dead. Yeah, crazy. That, you, that. Are you much of a dancer? No, I hate dancing. Do you? Yeah, I hate dancing. Yeah, well, I'm just trying to think if I've ever seen you dancing. I think I've seen you dancing a few times. Like, mm. a, what would you dance at a wedding? Yes, but I'd I'd be careful not to take attention off of anyone. Oh, so you think that like you're you just would not unleash that ruin their day? I'm I'm what they would call a married at first at first sight um, a showman. A showman, yeah, yeah. So what would uh, what be kind of your favorite song to dance to? Like what would really bring that out? Um, I could kind of dance to anything by ABBA. Okay, yeah, Dancing Queen. Yeah, uh, Gimme Gimme Gimme. Yeah, SOS, good one. Yeah, you can do or like kind it? of more poignant stuff to, in that as well. Slow dance with yourself. Yeah, the I am. Um, I'd also obviously the moves. You know, you've probably familiar with some of them. They're kind of cordoned off at this stage. You know, you know when they decommission weapons. Mm, yeah. Since, so since, what? What are you? What are you still allowed to use? Um, very few. I can kind of just do this now. Um, but when I'm in a relationship, all the rest are decommissioned. Um, think, so you do not twerk anymore, no. No, can't can't work, can't slut drop, can't. Ah, uh, Roger, come on! You have to slut drop. That's what you're known for. I listen. If I'm, if if my partner is not okay with me slut dropping, I won't do it. That's, that's where I, I met you. Slut dropping on Patrick Street in Cork. Street the two in the of morning. us. We, if I remember correctly, we we slut dropped. Um, we slut dropped with with our backs to each other. And yeah. um, and somebody across the room couldn't figure out if it was a vase or two faces looking away from each other. <laughs> <laughs> and it was it was so weird as well because when we finally met in the middle of the room, we caught someone in the middle of it. The we used to do our own version of um, of uh, what's the sign that has cheek to cheek? Uh lady in red. Lady in red. What, what? We that bought that song up. haunts us on this yeah, podcast. Yeah. <laughs> the, um, we we used to do. <laughs> That. Do you think that's a com- sorry to interrupt? Do you think yeah. that's a common thing for people to say? What's that song? <laughs> cheek to cheek, cheek to you know, like that, that's their first reach for it, and not like you know, red. <laughs> There's or a lady in red. I I focus on the cheek to cheek because I always picture that to be the way that we used to dance, and I don't I don't picture it as face cheeks. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, you you picture like side to side almost, or if I understand it correctly. <laughs> yeah. The, and they're, they're do you know what I actually picture them like interlocking and you look you look down and you go that's good purchase <laughs> yeah it's the cheeks are gripping each other uh, alright so where are we 
<laughs> so, right, I've just I've just talked you through uh, I've just talked you through the period of time that these uh, between the 14th to 17th centuries. Sorry, I said it. Between the 14th to 17th centuries, Dennis, we had these dancing plagues, right? Uh, mm. Now, the first recorded incident of a dancing plague dates back to the year 1374 in the in the town of Action, located in what is now Germany. Although it started with just one or two individuals, the affliction swiftly spread affecting large groups of people in various regions, including Strasbourg, Cologne, and other parts of Europe. The outbreak was characterised by individuals suddenly succumbing to an irresistible urge to dance, with symptoms ranging from hours of, in- in- hours of unceasing motion to days or even weeks of continuous dancing. Witnesses... Wait, wait, wait. Oh, go on. Sorry, sorry. But, like, okay, so... I understood that they would be dancing. I didn't think they'd be dancing for weeks. But are you saying that they would stay in the same group dancing or would like they go home for dinner but continue dancing as they're sitting down having dinner? I th- I think <laughs> I think they come home, right? They come home. The wife is dancing while she's been preparing dinner. She says, oh, how was your day, darling? Husband dancing as well. Oh, yeah, not not too bad, you know, just out in the fields, just hoeing away. <laughs> yeah, so that's what you mean, right? He's being a big hole in the field. Yeah. Uh, but he's still dancing. Yeah. So he's, he's like milk, he's milking the cows at like light speed. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I this was actually the period of time that cream was invented by mistake. The the, <laughs> the, the cows are, are nodding to the beast <gasps> of being milked off. They're not uh they're not enjoying the speed, I'll tell you that much. Um yeah, no, but is that what's happening? Like, or are these people staying in a field? Because surely like we're gonna come up against things like um you know, thirst, hunger, just like their ability to even survive. So they're out dancing in a field. Um, you know, how are they? Yeah, well, some people, Dennis, they 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 so came. Is that what you say, or do you say succumbed? Uh, succumbed, I think. Is the, oh, they, they succumbed to the dancing because, they, like you said, they're just they can't stop. Yeah, but but they have to come up against some sort of like barriers surely if they don't no. stop they're going to die right well yeah they die they all die some of them but die you, are you saying so when you say like days or hours days and weeks um that you're also saying that like some people are dying in hours some people are dying in days and weeks i thought like they just got fed up after a couple of weeks or snapped out of it no some people do but the unlucky ones continue yeah, you know what, what I'm asking is, I get what you're saying, right? Get what you're saying. There's no, no confusion <laughs> of what you're saying. I'm just asking you for clarification. Go on. Like, yeah. these people are like, are people going around with like bottles of water and pouring it into their mouths? Like, yeah, yeah. This is. Oh, that's what happened. Is that in the record? Is it? This, it's, it's honest to God. Like, um, like a rave has just kicked off in the Middle Ages. It's the original it's like Eurodance. A- it's a fully surfaced or fully service rave is what you're saying. Yeah, like yeah. you go in, you dance, people put tablets into your mouth and bottles of water while you're chewing your jaw off. You don't have to do a thing. No, no, no. They're not, they're not doing that. It's just coming over them. Do you know what I'm saying? Well, yeah. No, I get what you're saying, man. Like every time you say I get what you're saying, it just... <laughs> it just drives okay, look. you up the walls. Oh, great. Now you've turned into Dark Mall. <laughs> big hood. Um... No, but you, you, I, I want to ask you, how mm. did the people survive for weeks? 
they're being um they're being supported by the people that aren't aren't in the plague. Yeah, so you're saying like on their medieval records there that you're referencing, right, as mm. a historian, that th- these people are being administered food and water or whatever. Like, like they're like you can imagine a guy dancing and a doctor comes over the burger and the guy just turns for like a little bit just to take a bite off the burger, goes back to dancing. The rude sand storms on, he takes another little bite. Um, but like, are you saying that's what was happening? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Or it might be something where like grandma, she's caught no, but, but why are you saying, well, grandma would be dead. No, no, grandma's caught us. And there, so she can't do anything. So she's bedbound, dancing in the bed, and everyone is like, so are, "Are you sure these people weren't dancing in the bed and just having seizures?" And they're like, "Oh, I've got the dancing plague." No, even though put a pin in that. <laughs> okay, great. right. The witnesses, Dennis, describe the dancers as being in a trance-like state, often oblivious to their surroundings, and seemingly compelled by an unseen force. Not much has changed. <laughs> oh, the uh, attempts to explain the phenomenon at the time were diverse and rooted in the prevailing beliefs of the medieval era. Some attributed the dancing plagues to divine punishment, suggesting that the affliction were uh, the afflicted were possessed by demons, or that their dancing was a form of atonement for their sins. Religious fervor was high during this period, and the dance was sometimes seen as a form of penance. Can you imagine that? Coming out of confession, right? Oh, for um, for your sins. Do, fi- do fifty night fevers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Okay. Grant. So these people are dancing around in fields, and they might have to do it for the sins. But I would feel that if someone is being forced to dance, that they're probably enjoying themselves. No. Like, is no. in if they're not being whipped or whatever. Like, no. Actually, that's that's what um um that psychopath Marilyn Brando used to do. What? He used to whip people? He used to invite people over for dinner, right? I'm paraphrasing this, so um, have a look at it on Wikipedia, but this is generally what it is. And then I think, uh, whether it was his wife or partner or whatever at the time, this is horrific, he would get them to like go up on a on a on the table and, and dance. But like not not even like dance in a in like sultry way or whatever, just to like dance for their dinner. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Do, you know, do you know what that reminds me of? Have you ever heard of the um the the dance marathons of, of the depression era no Are they similar to this yeah you you will think this is insane but it's true is that during the depression era in america the the this saw weirdly saw a resurgence in like the 50s as well but the depression era was um people would take part in these dancing marathons where if you like the the person who could dance the longest would um the couple that could dance the longest would win like money and wow. people were so desperate people were so desperate for the um for money then because it was the the depression and and they were all starving that they would um they would dance until they would collapse they would dance for for like days without sleep and eventually like some of them would collapse and die from mal- malnourishment and stuff but that might give you a good insight into how these people could survive by just dancing for ages. Do you know, I saw a cool video the other day and it's about this, it was this guy and um, he gives like flour and clothes and stuff to um, really poor people. Mm. Um, but when he would come into the village to give it to them, 
they wouldn't accept it because they didn't want to be seen as accepting charity. Like it wasn't good for them to accept it and they would have been shamed by it. Um, so what he did instead was he set up a game where you could win the stuff by like, you know, like let's, it was, it's rolling a ball forward and it lands in a little hole. And so like if you could, and then each one of the holes is marked with the prize. And then you get a, you get a, um, a prize for taking part as well. And then people like went mental for it and loved it. But it was a way of covering up the charity. Is there, um, is there any way that I could get in on this? He's in town next week. Is he? Yeah, do you, he is, do you yeah. know? Do you know what I saw recently? Actually, first time I'd said ever seen it in person. You've had run-ins with this in the past. I think we've covered them on the podcast, or not you, but a friend of yours. I was walking across a bridge in London, pedestrian bridge, and in the middle of it were three lads doing the, the like find the ball. Oh, what's that called? Oh, I don't. Um, I don't know. They, you know. You know what I'm on about. Hide though. the Mickey or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I, I know the thing you're on about. The, it's like it's a three card trick, but like cops and a ball. Yeah, yeah. And, um, um, and and did they have a little table and all? No, they just had it on the floor. Ah, they're getting. They're evolving. And um and like there were people there about to play, and somebody else was saying, "Don't do it." And then the guy who was wi- who was like part of the group was squaring up to the person saying, "Oh, it's a scam," and being like, "Fuck off." Fuck off! Wow, really? Fair, fair juice to that guy, though. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, they, but I well, still play. They, <laughs> they <laughs> <were> loads of money. <laughs> you just didn't realize you were in a muscle because yeah, person after I, you lost I, all their money. I, I was actually the guy saying "fuck off." <laughs> <laughs> um, there, yeah. What happened to us is we're over in America, and like, uh, like, long story short, a guy had a couple of hundred dollars in his pocket. But he was actually on the way to buy clothes for his mother that his mother had given him, right? Uh, now, we were all, you know, young guys at the time, right? You know, poor senses of humor. Um, so you can imagine what we were saying he was buying for his mother. Uh, but along the way, he um, got completely hustled in the middle of Boston by these guys uh, with a three-card trick. And he was watching oh, it go on. Three-card Monty. I think that's what that's what it's three called. Three-card Monty. Yeah. And he goes, uh, he was looking at it going, I think I could win this. And a guy next to him. Must have, like, they must spot him a mile mm. away. Just goes, like, it's pretty easy, isn't it? Yeah, goes, yeah, yeah. And he goes, which one do you think it is? And then he pointed it out. Your man goes, go, you have to do it. Go do it. Like, and they let him win the first bit. And he ended up losing, like, $300, $400. And then uh, w- when he came back, he was distraught, obviously, that he lost all the money. And we made him feel better by saying that um, his mother would have no tongs from America now. Sure, <laughs> 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 repeatedly. <laughs> Oh she my never god! Never got her tongues. The oh, uh, I um uh, <laughs> I'm not a uh, I'm not a gambling man myself. But uh, to be honest, with those kinds of odds, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you play those? <laughs> uh, are you are you trying to get me to play it again? <laughs> well, I have these three cards here, and um, the medical explanations, Dennis, were abound. Though they often lean towards the supernatural, some physicians of the time proposed that the dancing plagues were caused by a contagious airborne toxin or poison that induced the uncontrollable urge to dance. Others believed that uh, the, it was the influence of celestial bodies linking the outbreaks to the alignments of planets or astrological phenomena. Despite these theories, the true cause of the dancing plagues remained elusive. What do you make of that? So, um, so they thought that it was an airborne disease. Yeah. I thought for ages they didn't even 
contemplate that any disease is rare born, no? So this is what, 13 something? Yeah, so, so, or, you know, it could be a bit later because it's between the 14th and 17th. To, but, be, to be quite honest about it, right? If you say to me, like, 2000 BC, I'm game. If you say, like, 50 <laughs> AD, I'm game. If you say even 1000, yeah, 1000 AD, I'd still give I'm you. Wa- and I'm then to hear what you're game for. <laughs> and then 1600s onwards, I'm fine. Anything in between that, I don't even want to hear. Like 1341 or whatever, I'm just like, that never existed. I don't know what that is. That's just a silly, silly year. Really? What could have happened? You don't like the Middle Ages? Not like 1210. Like, who cares? (laughs) Who Who cares about 1210? Who cares about 1210? Uh, I, okay. I, I, like, I, to be honest, I was going to say, I get where you're coming from, but I actually don't really know what you're on about at all. You're just saying you've no interest in that time period. There's no, no, it's not that. There's just no ring to them. Oh. You know? There's no ring to them. So 1347 doesn't get your engine revving. Like 1210. Like, uh, oh, what year were you born? 1111. Like, no one cares if you were born 1111. Like, 1936, that already sounds amazing. 11, I was born 2000 BC. I was like, oh, who the hell are you? You must oh, well. be so important. I was born. I was born. I was born uh, 1401. People were like, ah, oh, no. Well, actually, no, 1401 isn't bad. I think 01 might actually um, be, the, be the breaker of that rule. There, there's definitely 1111. No one wants to know about it. There's obviously the um, the old joke of um, imagine being around in 2000 BC, being like, geez, you know, what's happening in, what's happening in zero? Yeah. <laughs> That's very good. The, very good um, for the historians out yeah, there. Yeah, f- few few history lecturers used to love jokes like that. Calendar believers. Yeah, the the old calendars. Uh I uh, I I don't know if you're um if you're aware of this, but there there was um coming up to the first millennium, there was a real panic. Mm. Um I think it it goes to show again something I said to you before is like how how similar people have been throughout history. Is the, when's the, when was the first when was the first millennium? So like one thousand AD. Okay. So like so in okay. like in like nineteen in like nine hundred and ninety-eight AD, people were like, something big's gonna happen. You know, it's ticking over. <laughs> and like nine hundred and ninety-nine, they were like, something's gonna happen. Loads of people thought the world was gonna end in one thousand AD. Because they're just like, it makes sense, you know? Because it's going to go back to three it's a, zeros. It's a big number. That, that Genuinely, people yeah. are like, that, listen, that's a big number. What we, they're, they're like, we've been keeping record of this for some reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, he's like, coming back. Something's happening. Uh, nothing's like, happening. It's not actually for us. It's not actually for us. It's for him when he looks at his calendar. He goes, oh, Jesus. Ooh. It's next year. Oh, God. Um, I'm his head down again. So, Dennis, historical records document several other notable outbreaks, such as, let's see if this year does anything for you, such as in 1518. No? Any? 1518. Nah. Uh, nah, not not interested, really. Okay. I'm sorry. 15, 1518. 1580, maybe. Let me know if, if before the end of uh, of the Lame Stream narrative, if any years tickle your fancy. So in 1518, yeah, okay. in the city of Strasbourg, where a woman named Frau Trophia is said to have begun dancing in the streets and her fervor soon spread to others. Within a month, hundreds were caught in the grip of the dancing mania, leading authorities to intervene. Rather than prescribing medical treatments, civic leaders organized public stages and musicians. This actually ties into what you said earlier. Public stages and musicians in an attempt to dance 
the affliction out of their frenzy. The effort, however, seemed to have limited success, and the exact reason for the eventual cessation of dancing remains unclear. Are you saying the origin of concerts was the audience, like, dancing? Yeah. And then they put the music around them? It's actually the opposite of build it and they will come. It's, oh, they're there, yeah. build it. They're, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Very good. The old reversal. Oh, trap them. Um... Uh, Have you okay, seen so Field of this Dreams? woman basically start uh, with Kevin Costner? Yeah, that's right. Isn't that from Field of Dreams? Yeah, but I think that uh, what happened in that? He's in he's, the end of that. He built a baseball. He built, he built a baseball field in his field to trap ghosts. But yeah, but then wasn't it um, himself and Joaquin Phoenix then were defending the place from aliens? Yeah, I think you're right. Okay. And they don't they spill water, doesn't it? A bit, and he goes swing, Merrill swing, with a baseball bat. Yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah. What was that again? That was the Mighty Ducks. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, do you know what I hated the fact that the Mighty Ducks, the movies, were live action. I only liked the cartoon. Do you know where they were actual like Teenage Mutant Ducks? In the live action one, were any of them actually ducks? No. They just were, they had ducks on their, um, Amelia Westerfaust was teaching them as they had ducks on their tops. Is that correct? Useless. Yeah. Did, did you watch that cartoon, The Mighty Ducks? Um, Probably, like it probably would come on here and there. Did you have that thing um, when you had like no channels on TV where they would for some reason just play Looney Tunes at the weekend? Or like uh... it was like early, mo- it was it, like it was, it was in strange situations like, like Looney Tunes kind of like. I don't know, like 4 o'clock, 4 p.m. Are you talking about, um, I don't think so. And it was usually the Martian episode. The I don't think so. I don't remember that at all. I don't know. Could have made it all up. My brain really is so dysfunctional today. <laughs> I'm completely off the deep Pause. end. Yeah, completely <laughs> off the deep end. I, I had night terrors last night, I told you, Dennis. Yeah, you did. Creepiest, what were they about again? Creepiest thing. An invisible animal was walking around my room and resting up on the bed. Do you know what's so funny, right? As we've done nearly 80 episodes of this podcast that you're like, oh, I had night terrors. You just immediately say it's night terrors. Like if anyone reported that and it was put down the Wikipedia page, we get an episode of it. But now you're saying it's night terrors. And the reason you're saying that is just to make yourself feel comfortable. <laughs> like to make, to re- to like yeah. reassure yourself that it, a ghost doesn't actually live. An animal ghost who sits in your bed doesn't live in your house. Shut up. Um, I don't want to think about that. But you also, listen to this, right? There's a, something weird has been going on with this ear. Yeah, which one are you pointing at just for listeners? Oh, sorry. Yeah, it's my left, my left ear. Yeah. Something weird's been going on in there. It's making weird like noises. Like what? Like give us, give us the symptoms. It's making weird noises and stuff. You are sticking your finger into it. Well, at yeah. The moment. Is that what it makes the weird? No, noises? no. I'm at that. I'm wondering. These are my two working theories. One, there's some water in there. Okay, it's a pretty good theory. Yeah. Right. Two, it's an alien device. Mm-hmm. But are you saying like your whole head is an alien device? No, no. There's they've put one in there for some reason. They surely would have made a better job of it than it making noise inside there, no? Mm, no, because you know it could be. How long could it be in there for? Could be in there for years. 
Oh, you mean like it's due an upgrade, like it's yeah. for MOT slash NCT. But I really so, um, want to go to the GP to get it sorted out, but I haven't registered with the GP because I hate filling out forms. I'm the same. So wait, no. Um, let's track those, oh. both those things down. Where yeah. do you think you got the water from? Um, this water. An alien. An alien. Pouring <laughs> a little bit into my ear. Well, to get the device in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, no need to ask you where the device came from then. Yeah, I actually think the device just fell in while I was in the shower. Um, so, Dennis, while the dancing plagues were most prevalent in the 14th and 15th centuries, outbreaks continued into the 17th century. The town of Molenbeek, now part of Brussels, experienced a particularly severe incident in 1637. Anything... Is that doing anything for you? 1637? No, that's fine. Yeah, it's got 16 in front of it. That's That's a nice ring to it. Again, attempts to contain the phenomenon included building stages for the afflicted to dance on and even transporting some of the dancers to the shrine of Our Lady of Hall in the hopes of divine intervention. I'm sorry now, right? But this just sounds like a local council scheme to drum up some local money. Um, and some local business. That's what it sounds like. They they basically they've got around the permits for a festival by saying, "Oh my God, that woman's gone mad dancing. We better set up a band." And then another lad's like, "And I'll sell hot dogs or whatever they sell in 1637." And another lad's like, "I'll make hats for it, of course." And they're like, you "Fuck off, Steve! Your stupid hats. No one wants them." But regardless, that's what they're doing. You, this is all, schemes in like, a way. Like, as in, no, like as in, you know, like down wherever, right? In one of the Borgs or whatever, okay, whatever those silly European countries you were mentioning, right? They they saw this, they saw, wow, that is a fantastic scheme. We'll get this going here. I'm not saying that the first one wasn't true. I'm just saying that the other ones look really less legitimate. They're basically doing reverse um, Scooby-Doo, where the small business owner is manufacturing this to help business. Yeah, exactly. Not to scare our business away. But in the end, though, it could be a little bit of Scooby-Doo because maybe like the local concert hall at the time were like. Oh, you're you're saying that they're uh, taking tickets away from them. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I can kind of I can see where you're coming from with that. I I just don't understand what conspiracy theories. I don't know why I feel so strongly about this. Right. But I don't understand conspiracy theorists. Why they can't have conspiracy theories within the conspiracy theories. Like, why the conspiracy theory itself can't almost be a conspiracy theory? Well, I don't even understand what you mean by that. As in, like, you're automatically assuming that all of these things are legitimate. Whereas I'm immediately thinking of conspiracy theory within this world where the first one is true and the rest of them are fake. You're seeing how far the rabbit hole goes. Yeah, exactly. I'm staring into the rabbit's hole. (laughs) How does she like it? (laughs) <laughs> you assume it's a she? I was thinking of the one from um, the Caramel Bunny. Of course you are. Of course you are. Madman. I'd be more of a Lola man myself. but The Lola. Or, of course, Jessica Rabbit, who is a human. <laughs> <laughs> she is a human. She's a human woman. Uh, Above board. And, nothing and, wrong with it, as you say. And what a human woman. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she's a cartoon as well, though. Um, so, Dennis, modern scholars have offered various theories to explain the dancing plagues, ranging from psychological and sociocultural factors to ergotism, a condition caused by consuming rye contaminated with the fungus Claviceps purpurea. 
Orgotism can lead to hallucinations, spasms, and in severe cases, a kind of frenzied behaviour that might resemble the dancing described in historical accounts. However... Cool! No, no, we don't don't need a however. We don't need a however. That's unbelievable. That that is so cool. Um, No, I, I think we need a however. Okay. Because, Dennis, however, even with this hypothesis, it does not account for the way that it spreads so quickly. Because it's spreading from people without consuming, you know, the same, you would think the same contaminated source. You would think is a bit, well, like, do they, we know whether? <laughs> the dancing plague stand as a reminder of the enduring enigma that can surround certain historical events remaining until this day. Unexplained. Legends. You know, I came across the thing yesterday. It was, uh, I'm sure it does the rounds, but it was about uh, some Scandinavian lad maybe was... Iceland, can't really remember. Um, I can't remember the exact country or anything, to be honest. But uh, he basically, he was refused um, drink in a pub and he bought a huge rock up and he put it in front of the door. I mean, the thing's absolutely joyful. What? A huge rock and he just put it in front of the in front of the door um, to piss him off. Um, this is like, you know, probably like 200 years ago or something. But um, <laughs> then I read, then I read underneath that, that it, this was like, uh, you'd have to lift rocks as a test. Um, to whether or not you could work in the docks and stuff, right? And the rocks mm. were like the biggest things in the whole world. Um, but then a guy went a step further and he said, like, you know, people are like questioning Newgrange, but he's like, I mean, look at this. This guy just lifted like pretty much a little bit of Newgrange and put it in front of a shop door. And he said, you just have to be a drunk, um, a drunk uh, dock worker and you could make Newgrange in like two weeks. Is that what he's suggesting as an origin story? Do we have to revisit yeah. Newgrange? <laughs> Yeah, we've got a new theory. Um, so okay. I, in terms of the theories, Dennis, I guess really we, we only have a few this week, right? Well, I mean, you just gave us the best one ever. Like that they're so we have demons, over. right? <laughs> no, 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 no. And we have uh we we have penance. It was and, divine and right. penance. And, and uh, we right. we have uh we have the fact that maybe it was an alien plague. And, and ergonomicism. And then yeah, um like I guess we. I guess that's about it, really. No, I think there's one more that you mentioned that you tried to like close off. What one did I mention at the end? Um, it was something like um, ergo, organism, ergotism, ergotism. Oh yeah, yeah. I, that's a bit of yeah, a fringe theory about this. The the thing that um, you know had all the uh, symptoms of everything <laughs> you were describing. That thing. Well, for me, Dennis, I kind of ascribe uh, to this life philosophy i don't know if you're familiar with it but it's called too good to be true <laughs> okay yeah 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 so that that's kind of for me a bit too good to be true no no smoke without wood as they say yeah i i um, i just think that's that's what they want you to think i think to be honest they're just they're they're innovators you know like next time i see someone like having a seizure on the street i'm gonna think no don't help him it's concert time. He's dancing. They build a stage around this guy. It's all about perspective. Yeah, I local think, businesses, get on in here. I think for me, um, the one of my biggest problems, and probably why I didn't, uh, why I didn't continue in the field of uh, of history, is that when I'm picturing these things, there's like a few songs that are popping into my head, and it's like I think you'll you'll kind of go a bit uh, mental when I, when I tell you these. For the one in the 1300s. To the 1400s. I'm picturing them dancing to Shakira. 
All right, yeah. Right. I, I assume it's uh, hips don't lie. Yeah, it's it is exactly that, right. I'm picturing them like across that. You know, maybe maybe it's being played on the lute. Maybe it's that. I don't know if you've if you've ever heard that like medieval remake of that. Um, medieval remake of hips don't lie. Yeah, yeah. There's a medieval cover of that, and it's it's like quite good. Okay, okay. I must check it out. Yeah, Just add it to my playlist. Ge- genuinely, genuinely, I think I think so. Add it to my playlist. The bin. <laughs> um, but the other, but then for some reason, in the one that's in like the 1600s, I'm mm. picturing them dancing to stuff like uh, "Wake Up, a Little Susie, Wake Up." Oh, really? Kind of like Americana, kind of um, yeah. you know, diner that kind of stuff. Yeah. Why? Why do you think that is? Because uh, um, you're, you're mental. Like. <laughs> <laughs> one, one of those reasons. Hey. Um, uh, I never took you for a Shakira fan, to be honest, Raj. No, I do. I like Shakira. I, I don't, don't think like as well, right? Evasion. Oh, can we I say don't want that? to. Uh, I don't know. You did. I like her hips. Um, That's probably the, worse. No, don't lie. <laughs> um, I just think the only problem is with Shakira hips don't lie at the time is that, you know, I don't want to be rude to the common, you know, peasantry or whatever. Probably didn't have a lot of hips to kind of swing around the place, you know. Oh, you think you know so? I mean? Yeah, I'd say it probably would have been, you know, quite um, sticky, if you know, like as in... Medieval peasants? Yeah, I don't think they'd be, like, thick. You don't think uh, they were dummy thick? No, I think if you were dummy thick, you'd probably be eaten by the other peasants. And you don't think that they uh, they had that badonkadonk? No, <laughs> I don't think, like, I think if you walked into a into a town square... In a European country in the 1600s, with a dump truck ass, it would be eaten off you, and not in the way you want. <laughs> I am. Um, I think uh, that I, I, uh, you've now made me think. Is uh, is this why stocks were invented? <laughs> it's just an elaborate why? way to to get a look at somebody's behind. I, I'm sorry, Roger. Don't follow. Did they did they used to like they frame lads with particularly big asses, so when they were when they were in the stocks, the whole town could see them. Oh, I thought you meant the stock market. No, no, sorry, sorry, no. I was like, how is he drawing this back to ass? Oh, yeah, but then some of the some of the lads are like, oh, please don't put me in the stocks again. <laughs> they, I'd not? hate it. Yeah, well, don't be looking at my lovely arms. Can you imagine if um, if you broke into somebody's house and you just found a stocks there? I I would fucking leave. That is not <laughs> that's not the house you want to be caught burgling. George, <laughs> in, for, in for an awful time. It's it's not it's not good in my head to, that I know that I'd try them out. Or try <laughs> try them out and go like I oh 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 no oh just, oh oh. oh. Then you see headlights coming in. You're like, oh, oh no! And then, you, then you realize you haven't um, uh, buckled your pants as tight as you wanted, and it falls to your ankles. You're like, oh no! The oh, I, actually, remind me to tell you something on the din files. Um, I said it to a friend of hers at a, at a recent gig. But um, I guess okay. I think I don't know about you, Dennis, but I'm danced out. Okay, we're danced out. So the theories are demons um, and one that's uh, completely perfectly ascribed to everything you've been uh, talking about. So I'm probably going to go with demons. I don't know about you. Yeah, me, uh, probably divine penance. All right, uh, that does it for this week's episode. Um, I'm Dennis Len. 
You can find me at Denison3D on Instagram and all the rest of it. Over there is Darth Sidious O'Sullivan. And you can find me at Roger O'Comedy on Instagram or at Roger O'Sullivan on Twitter. Um, come join us over uh, on Patreon uh, for the Dennis Files where we'll be talking even more laid back than this. Well, <laughs> can it get more laid back? Um, I guess on the back of that, uh, love you. Bye. Bye.